everybody. Uh, welcome to episode three, but two, which is just confusing because it's the second interview, but it's episode three. I just finished an interview with Scott Lipman, uh, my, a coach of mine, a uh, CrossFit guy. Um, it was a great chat. We went through many things, as you'll hear. It's, again, longer than the last one, but I think we cut into some different detail and needed to explore you know, where the thinking was going and, and, and kind of wanted to, I don't know, get to the bottom of some of the, co- the topics we were, we were going through. Um, but before we get into that, firstly, thank you everybody who's been listening. It's been awesome to get all the feedback. Uh, to be honest, I've been surprised by su- su- such positivity of it, um, how well it's being received by people. Um, I didn't anticipate the, the breadth of which people would engage in this um, or want to hear more about it. Um, it really keeps me going and, and it inspires me to continue to, I guess, venture down the path of this uh, experience, this podcast. Uh, so that being said, um, thanks. I appreciate it. I did not put any beeps in this. Um, I have left it unfiltered. I don't believe I dropped many uh, profanities in order to uh, Scott, but uh, again, I didn't want to play with the noise of beeping again. I just thought we'd let it ride. I do agree that part of my colorful language is my uncanny ability to use curse words where required to emphasize the point. So I guess we're going to go down that path with respect to uh, bad words and profanity. This will be a foul mouth podcast before we know it. I'm hoping that it won't be all the time, uh, but I tend to use it where I need to. Um, So, hey, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, keep it coming. More podcasts, uh, feedback would be good. Again, still working on the format, still trying to make sure that I find my way to the final thing. Um, so yeah, bear, yeah, bearing through this with me or, or being patient while I figure that out is is uh, greatly appreciated. Um, but again, feedback's awesome. Uh, it's now available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, uh, even on TuneIn, uh, just to make sure that it's it's spreading itself across the, the internets, the podcast libraries. Uh, but from one thing I do understand, the more information... Uh, with respect to comments and feedback on iTunes, the better I'll, I'll sort of rank and spread out. So whilst it's all well and good that everybody that I know that's super friendly and nice to me gets involved in it um, and, and downloads and listens, uh, I do need to kind of get this into the hands of others who I don't know who are going to be probably insanely critical. And as I was saying to Haley today in the car, uh, the potential trolling that I'm going to get for going and venturing down this path. Uh, so yes, it would be good to get this a bit wider out. Um, so far, so good. I'm pretty sure it's not just people I know listening to this. Um, others are. And um, and again, if you think other people would be interested, feel free to pass that on, pass the, the website or the, the podcast information on to them. Um, because again, I'm just trying to grow this out and reach as many people as possible and also get feedback on it so that I can modify and change accordingly. Um, one of the things I noticed last time was is that I did not include anything around technology, which was one of the cornerstones of the whole thing. So yeah, this time we went a bit tinfoil hat. I'll balance it out a bit. Uh, my conspiracy uh, sort of, or as uh, I call it, the algorithm uh, will taper down as I uh, sort of temper my ability to be a conspiracy theorist to just trying to stay on track. Uh, but again, uh, yeah, still exploring the space of what this is going to be. And yeah, I, I appreciate your patience and working with me and finding that. So let's cut into Scott Lipman. CrossFit extraordinaire. Uh, uh, thank you.
So my old, the old days of what I used to do is so like um, internet broadcasting. Ah. So I used to set up audio gigs or like, you know, for audio recordings out, outbound or yep, like yep, video yep. audio gigs. So yeah. we're always working with different groups to like figure that shit yeah, out. Really interesting. Yeah. So you just pick up shit over time. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Scotty. Yeah. Welcome. Here I am. Here you are. Here I am. Second <laughs> guest in my podcast series. Um, so, uh, listen to the first one. I take it. Yeah, loved it. Yeah, cool. yeah. Thank you. It was really Thank good. You. Love, love the whole concept and getting to know Haley better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, nice. that's been one of the more interesting parts. Is everybody's like, oh, I feel like I know Haley. Yeah, hundred percent. Although yeah. the one of the more like prominent things has been hashtag. Uh, throw the water bottle. Oh, I did say that oh, somewhere. God, so good. <laughs> Everybody's like, I want to throw my water bottle out. So we may see uh, just a whole bunch of people throwing water bottles. Bring on. That's what we I should thought. join in. I feel like part of the should throw some water bottles. <laughs> I feel like it's all part of it. Um, let's start with a little bit of uh, getting to know you because yep. obviously I know you. Yes, but nobody else listening to this, if they do listen to this, know who you are. Yes. Okay. So let's let's uh, let's dig in. Who's Scott? Who who is Scott Littman or Scotty Littman ah, or yeah. Scathaniel <laughs> Littmanus? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who are we? Ah, uh, oh, uh, what can I say? Uh, Thirty-seven years old. Yeah. Three children. Nice. Uh, part own one CrossFit gym and another CrossFit gym, uh, mm. which is where I know, know you from. CrossFit right. Living the yeah. Dream. Uh, that's my full-time job between those two places. I used to be a landscaper before that. Yeah. Uh, live really close by to the gym and that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think that, uh, going back, I mean, bumping into you was random in the sense that I was like, oh, I just need some fitness. Yes. And yep. I like to shoot you a message. And then this guy hit, calls me on the phone and it's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you trying to do? <laughs> yep. I'm like, I guess I'm going to try this thing out. You know, you're like, well, come on in. Really Brilliant. positive. Yep. I was like, yeah, all right. This feels all right. I feel <laughs> yeah, like a good thing. Um, all right. So let's, let's go on the other side of this a little bit. Yep. What's one piece of gossip about you that no one would know? Oh, Jeez, one piece of gossip. That's yeah, a, you got some gossip. Some reveal, a little bit of reveal, a little bit of the inside, right? Like, what's on the other side of the what? Scotty persona that we've got here in front of us today? I've got okay. a thing. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, right off the top, a lot yeah. of people wouldn't know uh, that I like the movie Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah, there that, you go. That was a second part of my gossip. Uh, you had heard that, did you? Patrick Swayze infatuation. And there you go. It must be. You've been showing his face to me so much of yeah, recent. It's his hair. It's the hair. Yeah. Point break. Just, I've always oh, wanted point it. Point break hair. Point yeah. break Swayze yep. was the coolest Swayze. Well, yeah, he was pretty good in Dirty Dancing. You're not going to Roadhouse with nah, me? No, not Roadhouse. Roadhouse. No, we, I just good. recently rewatched the throat ripping out situation. Oh, yes. That, that's, oh, a, that's a. It's rubbish. Yeah. It's not, it was it, so good then. But that's the 80s, though. You go back and look at that now, and he doesn't do anything. He just taps a guy on the throat <laughs> that's it it's like a back shot you, you're, you're looking at the back of some guy's head while yeah. he just taps him taps in front it, of the yeah. throat it just does and up then his something side. happens yeah, that's it. and he drops and then he but Swayze was gone. getting his ass handed to him yep. the entire time perfect 80s yep. like fight scenes boom oh he's not gonna make it he's like holding onto a tree exactly and then he rests the ice throat uh, yep. <laughs> Swayze no pretty much like they say I'm a Swayze fan but Point Break's a great movie. Yeah. And I uh, grew up watching uh, Dirty Dancing with Mum and my brother. Oh. So Do you dance? No. I'm hopeless. Oh. I can't sing, can't dance. Right. No. What about this whole world, if I search the internet, where you were like a TV personality? <laughs> yeah, there was that little part of my yeah, life well, as well. Yeah, that feels gossipy uh, to me. Yeah. Like chasing something. There we go. Um, yeah, so I was a landscaper, as I said. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was finishing off and doing some extra subjects at TAFE, yep. they um, were looking for a person, like a presenter, to be part of this new show, yep. which uh, I never thought about, never thought about that as an avenue for my career. Went in, helped them shoot the pilot. Yeah. Uh, we went for an interview, then we did the pilot a couple of weeks later. 
Um, and then there was about a six-month period where they kind of sold that concept to Channel 10. Mm-hmm. Then they, I came back with one of the other people that was in the pilot yeah. and they chose another four people. And then pretty much for seven months, we filmed 26 episodes. Shifted and, out. Yeah, yeah, and they were on. So two seasons of 13. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Channel 10, Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, I think it was from right. memory. Um, they so ran you're an Australian season. icon. Oh, let's say a G or F grade F-grade. celebrity, yeah. Did <laughs> was, you go to a red like, carpet event? Yes. Like a network one? Yes, it was a network right. one. So but cool. it wasn't like a big, you know. Like was a, there a green room? I've been to a green room. I was on Rove. You were in Rove? I were in Rove. Um, so this is big. Yeah, so I was Rove on that. Venice. <laughs> yep. So I was, uh, part, I was just, just part, like there was a group of us that went on there. So, so I'm in how, the green room there. We? Arj Barker was in the green room. Arj Barker. Did you drop a name He's there? He's pretty big. Yeah, so I met him, which was pretty cool. He's um, actually probably bigger than Rove now. Yeah, I'd probably say so. I haven't heard much from Rove in a while. He came back and bombed. Yeah. I saw something and he bombed a show. And oh, they really? Were like giving him like better ratings than the public probably would have given him and it was uh, all that sort of thing. Because you went to the States. Yeah, I know that. We had a go of it over there as an yeah. Australian in America. Yeah. Well, there was a thing there for People a while. People have done that, yeah. People, well, I think they were trying to raise the Australian movie industry thing. Because there's so many Australian actors. Yeah, yeah, That go over and basically drop the accent well, and, be, and are quite good. Yeah, right? well, like the... Um, Oh, what are the names? The, well, you've oh, got, we got Robbie Margo, who's yeah. just killing it, right? Slaying it. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you got Hemsworth, Hemsworth all over the place. Everywhere. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't want their hair. Modern, <laughs> modern Swayze's, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, who knows? You know, well, when it got long, I looked at it. I thought, you know, I'm not that far off. Well, it's the shagginess you're yeah. rocking, I think, and then, you cut that shaggy. But I do also, I'm very, I love just getting up in the morning and just without thinking and going. I think that hair is going to take a bit of thinking. <laughs> So a bit of bit just of time. Just roll out of the bed like yeah. a surfer. Yeah, he's killing it. Well, that's what he did, didn't <laughs> he? Hey, that's I right. just get up, yeah. rob banks, and have good <laughs> yeah, air. Yeah. Dive out of planes yeah. <laughs> once a year, though. We do yeah. it serious yeah, once yeah, a year. Yeah, we go back to Mexico. Yeah. I love it. Oh love it. man, that so, be a total analogy for what you want in life. Could, yeah, let me rob a bank let's and get, get the fuck out of here. Let's get a tattoo. Let's go. Let's go. Get tattoo. Oh, Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Who who is your Johnny Utah then? Oh, look, I don't. You don't have it. Do you have a Johnny Utah? Well, you know, like. No one I know looks like Keanu Reeves, really. Yeah. But who? Yeah, who would it be? We've got to wait till the hair happens first. Once I get the hair, we'll look for, for a, yeah, look for a for moment. a duo, yeah, a duo <laughs> situation for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, so the uh, the reason I brought up the TV thing was it's mm-hmm. an interesting trajectory comparison to where you are now. Like we all go through these things, right? You yeah. know, and I guess we see you, we see Scotty the coach, we see this fit guy that kicks some ass and does stuff, right? <laughs> and uh, and teaches people how to become fit, right? Yes. And then, But then you you were this renegade, because the show was you would go in and like renegade do landscape, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so, to so, a spot or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, a bit of a background was it was trying to, I guess, go into um, either, you know, privately owned places or government places uh, that were just, sort of pushed to the side and forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. So it was all those kind of dead areas, if yeah. you like. And it was just about us going in without permission. And the show was called Gorilla Gardeners. So yeah. we were like gorilla type thing going in um, and changing that space and yeah. making it look nicer for people. And that's kind of, I guess, the concept of the show. And it went from there. And two years of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was good. It was good. It's interesting. So you like if you're thinking about... This is also, I guess, in line with the show a little bit in the sense that it's about impact, right? And what it was doing for those spaces. In yes. a weird way, it was almost just landscape yeah. that was about, you know, creating changes. 100%. You know, in, in, I guess, 
how people respond in those areas, yes. bringing things back to life, revitalizing and making things feel a bit better. Yeah, exactly right. So, so you're, kind of, you're doing that all the time now. Sorry? That's you. That's well, you in a nutshell. <laughs> now you do it with the humans. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, that, you're revitalizing the humans. <laughs> that's it. Just starting from, from the landscape. bottom. Natural trajectory. It's Plants, a, yeah. humans. That's it. Yeah. So, no, it's weird though when I look back at it because um, both my careers that I've had, um, mm. which, which are those two, they're, at the end of the day, they're kind of servicing kind of industries. Yeah. Like, like they yeah. kind of putting a change, like you said, and kind mm. of helping people at the same time. Mm. Um, but I've been lucky enough to be able to have both those passions in horticulture and also fitness, which I've yeah. always kind of been active, to be able to have my career go towards those. Yeah. Um, and it, it's quite, it's it's taken a while to kind of get that balance. Mm. When I was working for myself, landscaping before, loved the job, but then yeah. I just worked too hard. I was just, you know, working 12 hour days, mm. seven days a week, yeah. um, where now I think I've chosen that balance better and yeah. I find it a bit more sustainable where the last thing when I was finishing off my landscaping career, the last thing I wanted to do is look at a garden mm. where now that I don't do that every day, I love gardening. Yeah. So my passion's right. back again at home. Right. I love potting around the garden. I love in, like finding out things about plants and buying mm. your plants and planting mm. and mowing the lawn even, which yeah. was the worst job in the world when I did that every day. Yeah. So now I um, now it's a good mix. So I can, yeah. yeah, it's great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I mean, my next question is kind of like the the living, like what do you do for a living? Yeah, I, I might because you've kind of gone through some of that, but I think I might ask what 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 was the jump then from the landscaping world and then to CrossFit? What was specific in that change? Because that is, I guess, kind of jo- jokes aside, it is a similar concept. Of yes, like, you know, revitalization oh, and doing things, but that's a very specific, you know, human thing. Yes. You know, what about it? Was it, was it the CrossFit itself? Like, was it getting, you know, cause it, you, did you do CrossFit as the, uh, a sport thing first or like, was it, I'm going to be a coach CrossFit guy, build, do a box and yeah. So yeah. What was that, it? That's a good question. That. Yeah. So, um, I guess the, well, the way I got into CrossFit mm. was friends of mine. I was in the army reserves for a little while. Right. Um, right. and about three years. And when I left, I did some, some circuit sort of boxing kind of training right. and just sort of stuff to stay fit. Mm. No, nothing, rode a bike and all that mm. normal stuff. Uh, and then some of my mates from the army said, oh, there's this thing called CrossFit. You've, you've yeah, got to get right. into it. You'll love it. Yeah. And then so I kind of was still doing what I was doing. I, And that's why I can relate with a lot of people when they start up how frightening and nervous it was. I was a pretty fit guy. I played rugby my whole life. Right. Always active, was in the army, uh, kept active, but it still took me once I found out about CrossFit about eight months of doing stuff in my garage. Right. So I had a small little weight set at home and I'd try and learn the movements at home. And then mm. the gym around the corner was offering two-week free trial. Yep. Rocked up to that and I thought, oh, I'll just go there for two weeks, learn everything and yep. then come back to my garage. And yeah, right. then here I am two gyms later, 10 years later. Right. So I kind of, it was almost like it just organically kind of went into it. Never thought about it, a career, never thought about it sort of for a career. Yeah, right. It just happened. So uh, what was the yeah. jump then to do it as a career? What so was the trigger there? I think the more I got into it, well, when I did my coach's course, yeah. that wasn't really to become a coach. It was just that I loved the sport. I mm. loved the way it worked, how it made me feel, mm. how the body changes I felt. And I just wanted to learn more about it. So yeah. I did that. Um, then after that, the coach, the, the owner where I was training said, oh, I don't do a couple of classes. Mm. And I was more of kind of the fill-in guy. Um, right. If he could never make it, I'd, I'd sort of jump in the next yeah. day or if he was sick or whatever. Um, and then a friend of mine I was in the army with, he went overseas for two years, lived in Canada. Yep. Discovered CrossFit just purely coincident, didn't speak to him for two years. Right. He started doing CrossFit over there, came back, um, and then me and him, long story short, decided to open up CrossFit Chatswood. Right. So we did that, and then I was only doing that part-time. I was there maybe one or two afternoons a week at the most. Yep. Uh, just kind of, 
the help. Just, I was writing the, the back end stuff. I was doing all the book work. And at that stage, the landscaping business, I was doing less and less hands-on stuff. Mm. A lot of guys were sort of doing that for me, had guys working for me. Um, and then I just wanted to drift more and more. I just kept, and then that balance, yeah, just kept getting, getting drawn balance, towards it. Yeah. yeah. And then um, one of the coaches left there and moved, started up CrossFit Living the Dream. Right. Right. Uh, I helped him with that setup. Yeah. And then his wife fell pregnant, had the baby, and then he's Canadian, moved back, back. to Canada, and so here I am now. Yeah. So and that and then when I had the two, I was like, well, I might as well get rid of the job I'm not enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. And 100%. make this a bit more of a, a bit more of a thing. And, and that's yeah. So then now you're in the, on that path. That's uh, life. Yeah. And it's a, a huge lifestyle. So is it just CrossFit? That's just you now. That's me. That's all yeah. I do. Yeah. And how do you like the um, the coaching side of it? How did you find jumping across? Because I like so there's a point in my life where. I've, I've always been someone who teaches or talks and does stuff, but then mm-hmm. there was a point where I had to own coaching, right? When you own that job yes. in, in any situation, it's yeah. a big, I felt it was a big jump because you feel that imposter syndrome kick in. You're like, Oh gosh, I hope nobody, yeah, yeah. nobody notices that I'm not good at this. Yeah. Right? And it, it was a weird thing. I think I've always had that kind of outgoing, bubbly, energetic personality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I'd start coaching, I felt kind of quite reserved because right. I was like, do I say that? And you really, you don't really know what to do. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of at the start to see what's going to make people work. Yeah. So as a coach, you don't want to be one of those coaches that comes in, blares the music and starts yelling. Yeah. When if you look at a class of 10 people, there might be one or two people that love that, yep. but the rest of them hate it. Nah, yeah. And then you want to walk up to someone and say, oh, no, you're doing a really good job. Keep going. Others don't want to be bothered. Yeah. And you kind of, as you start to, I guess, tune your coaching you see what works best for each person yeah um some people like having a joke halfway through a workout and you'll drop a joke midway and it sort of distracts them and they can get back to it yeah Yeah, everyone's different so luckily for me when i did my majority of coaching uh they were always in small classes yep so i remember one day we had a huge day and Mm. it was just there was people everywhere we built it up yeah Pretty much all our members came on the one day and we did the workout fight gone bad. Yeah. And me and my business partner were freaking out. Yeah. We're like, how are we going to do this? We're both going to have to work. And there was, I think from it was either nine or 11 people came. Yeah, right. right? And I ran a class this morning with 21. Didn't yeah. even think about it. Didn't even you know think what about I mean? it. Yeah. Where we were having sleepless nights. Yeah. You know, we we're getting 10 people yeah. working up to a class and it was scary. And that's always new coaches. It's quite difficult because they don't have what I had, which was mm. two people, four people, six people. Sure. They've gone bang, 15 people, yeah. coach. And it's a very different Dive dynamic. In. Yeah, and it makes a yeah. difference. So I guess over the years of all my coaching, I've been able to gradually get bigger mm. and bigger and mm. not be stressed out by uh, being one one bar short or sure. someone that comes up to you right before the work and goes, oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm not running today. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've kind of always, you've been through that already. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, being able to change gears is a big deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Being able to adjust, adjust on the spot. Yeah, you know, definitely. Right? Like it's a, yeah, yeah that's a big a coach's job. job. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. So in, like, so I coach the ice hockey yeah. and, yeah. um, you know, and, and I tend to have, it's the human feedback side, right? So like, you never know what someone's going to say to you. Like, yes. this is the, like the funnest part for me is, is like, I got a plan in my head. I'm doing a thing. Yep. And somebody comes up and they'll be like, completely just, I don't agree with anything you're doing. <laughs> the complete opposite. Uh, you're like, no, no, that's good. And yeah. you're like, it's like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm used to it now. Initially yes. it was like a little rattling. You're like, well, what am I supposed to do? You yeah, know, like, yeah. But now I'm like, all right, cool. Yep. And then, you know, the thing is that I see a thing that they don't see, or they see something that I don't see, or I'm going to be changing it anyways. Yes. And yes. so therefore it's always about communication. There's all these gaps, right? And so Definitely. it's a constant evolution. Yeah. But the journey of a coach is it's a, it's, it's a very hard job, you know, to get from, I'm just starting to do this yep. to having a level of confidence Oh, big time. and building confidence, you know, without support is a, yeah. is a funny one. Yeah. Right? And mean, especially because same as coaching a hockey team, it's not a one-on-one mm-hmm. thing. You're coaching a group yeah. and different people are going to, 
find different things. And it yeah. took me a while being a coach because I just assumed everyone was doing CrossFit or exercising or whatever they Zumba, yeah, whatever yeah. they wanted for the same reasons I was. Yeah, if yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. it's not the case. Yeah. Some people love coming into the gym and just not having to think. Yeah. It's 100%. the only time where they have that hour they don't have to think where some people love the fact that they have to come in and look at a workout and go, this is five rounds. How am I going to think? Yeah, yeah. How am I going to make this work best for me? Yeah. Um, so that, you know, everyone's different. Some people are coming in for body composition. Some yeah. people are coming in as a stress relief. There's so yeah. many different things and different reasons. Yeah, yeah. Some people are doing it to compete. Yeah. So you've really got to, I guess, understand where people are coming from, where yeah. at the start, um, I guess you would, as a coach, I was kind of just going, oh, everyone wants to do it because the same reasons I want to yeah. do it, but that's not the case. Well, that's that. And that, so then, I mean, there's a couple more little things, but that's talks to self-talk, right? And so this mm-hmm. is what I'm, so this shows all about this idea that your internal monologue in these situations, so this coaching concept, right? Yeah. You have this perception in your mind, even in those situations, good, bad, or otherwise, right? Positive, negative. Yeah. You're seeing a thing. So yep. they might be doing this. They might be doing all this stuff outside of it. And then you take that on and then you build back out mm-hmm. what you're trying to get done. Yes. That's just self-talk stuff. So those become little biases. Those become these little things in your head. Definitely. And if you're not constructive back on what that is and, and then paying attention to the feedback loop, yep. you're going to achieve just going down a path of Definitely. assumptions. Yeah, exactly. And then you go, no, no, I'm right. I'm right. I'm right. Yep. right. In reality, I don't think anyone's truly right all the time. <laughs> you're right in a moment for a second mm-hmm. and then everything's over. Exactly. Right. And then maybe you can do that again. But I found in a lot of situations, no matter it's coaching or life, everything's changing all the time. Exactly. It's very rare that you can just keep getting up every day and doing the exact same thing and and (laughs) getting the exact same results every day. Right. And you have to be modified and change. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, the theory on this is, is that the root of this is, uh, the show is your mind and the monologue creates the outcomes in your life. Right. And so you are either keeping those from everybody Mm -hmm. and just running on it or you're externalizing and then kind of creating the changes required to keep moving forward. Right. So the other tools in the toolbox that I talked about, you know, you've got your emotional intelligence that then cascades in there. So how do you leverage emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. your ability then to kind of take advantage of uh, emotional intelligence and then get self-awareness. So just who are you and the impact of what you're doing? Yes. And then you've got um, your mindset, which is, you know, the rules you're running through your head. And then I think the other one that, I don't know, I think it's people generally lose track of what this is, but mindfulness, right? Yes. And oftentimes I find that people go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing all this mindfulness work. And I ask them what that is. And they're like, you know, oh, I'm just not using my phone or yes. I'm, 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 you know, just, you know, I'm not trying to do that, like something that's distracting basically. Yep. Uh, when I find that. Yes, that is being more mindful, and but truly being mindful is being aware of all of these other things I just said, yes, right? And yeah. like, you need to be self-aware to be mindful. You need to have a level of emotional intelligence so you can stop and take a step back when you're with people yep. to be mindful of the thing. Sometimes you need to know yourself enough to know that actually I'm a mess, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm not this doing well yeah. and I have to stop this, right? And there's, yep. there's all that stuff, yeah, right? Definitely. And everybody has their bit. But yep. then the 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 burden that you have or the warden to your mind is the self-talk. Yes. And so trying to pull these things together and, and trying to have that conversation and sharing these things, yep. you know, I think that's where the crux of all this comes. So so my interest in talking to you, one is that we have coaching in common. Mm-hmm. And I think that we see people in a different way. Yes. I know that you do, yeah, and I've I- just watched you and I've seen how you deal with people and work with people and yep. understand them. Uh, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. So, like, let's just dig into a couple of those concepts sure, real quick. Yeah. But before we do, I have to ask you: mm-hmm. um, Are you happy in your life? Yeah, very good. Yeah, I very, mean that's yeah, good. Yeah. I'm. I, I don't know how long this show will go for, mm-hmm. 
but I'm wondering if somebody would tell me, no, I'm not. And that yeah. would be a whole crazy show. But the thing is too, like... <laughs> it would be very that, different at that point. Yeah, well, 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 <laughs> uh, no, it'd be... Um, it depends, like, yes, it depends on, I guess, a perspective and how you see that, that, that how you see that question. Sure, so, sure. am I happy in the direction it's going? Yes. Yeah. Am I happy where I am now? Well, I could argue that, no, I'm not because I can see the goal at the end, and, but I'm on my way to get there. Sure. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah, so am I, this could be the worst day ever. Could because be. I know tomorrow's going to be better. Yeah. But that, the first instance when someone says that, you're like, oh, that's a really negative thing to say. Maybe, but you know, but it's also really positive because you're going to get better and better as you keep 100%. going. See, so yeah, yeah. so in, yeah, to answer your question, yes, I am happy, mm. but I'm also happy to see where it's going to go. Yeah, yeah, well, that's cool. Yeah. And I like the fact that you just raised that negative is okay. Yeah, 100%. I feel like we live in a society where we do yeah. not deal with negative stuff. No. We that is the inside never coming out, and yep. you just lie your ass off. Fake it. Right? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Fake it. You know, yeah. and fake it till you make it's one thing, but yes. faking yourself yeah. and not being true, I think, is a hard job. Yeah. It's so much harder. It is. It's, it, it's exhausting. We've all been there. Yeah. It's exhausting, but it's also no. Also, like you said, identifying that and mm. knowing that that's a problem and trying to change mm. it. Like I know myself. There's certain types of criticism and th certain subjects that are relatively, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's the best way about getting defensive over it or, sure, yeah. or there's certain ways you handle different emotions with mm. certain things. Mm. Um, a lot of it, I think, comes down to the way it's delivered and the tone of it because yeah. um, there's two ways to get a message across. Yep. So it, it's interesting, once again, working with people and what, what is that best tone? Yeah. And then at the end of it going, oh, hang on. The way I approach that, if someone did that to me, would I like that? Yeah. You know, like, yeah. would that be the best way to approach me about mm. it? Mm. And I guess being a bit sort of empathetic and stepping back and going, mm. actually, I'm going to deal with this the way I want it dealt with if yeah. it was me. Yeah. Well, and that it, speaks yeah. to your emotional intelligence. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's that mix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So have you delved into the, some of these concepts in your life? Like, have you, have you gone into like, oh, what is emotional intelligence? Do I have it? Have you thought about these? Oh, sorts look, of things? Uh, subconsciously, without a doubt. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, over the last probably three to four, Five, three, three to four years. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely. I've looked at it. Yeah. Um, I like to spend. I, I went through a stage where I tried to spend fifteen minutes a day working on my craft. Okay? Yeah. So right. I would spend fifteen minutes a day working on whether it be watching YouTube videos on how to fix a squat, sure. whether it was reading on where Olympic weightlifting started or mm. how endurance athletes mm. get. You know, different things. Just spend at least fifteen minutes a day purely just time where I can work on what I do. If 15 yeah. minutes a day doesn't sound like much, but putting that time aside mm. can be like that. And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do this stuff for, you know, work, yeah. in inverted commas, what am I going to do? Can I do that for myself? Yeah. Like, can I spend 15 minutes just getting on making me better a person? Yep. Um, yeah. And then that's like, oh, that's half an hour. Yeah. But you're like, you know, this, you're only at work for eight hours a day. Yeah. Out of 24, what are you doing for the rest of the time? Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. time there. Yeah. There's time there. Would you get up at six o'clock in the morning to go for a job interview? Of course yeah. you would. Yeah. But why wouldn't you get up at six o'clock in the morning and go and train? That's or why right. wouldn't you get up at six in the morning, do yoga or spend 15 mm. minutes, you know, being mindful? Like, yeah, 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 it's just one of those things where as I've got older and more mature, mm. I guess, yeah, you do look a bit more inside and yeah. see if you're happy. So and I got, I got a debate though. Yep. We, we, what point do you think as a male, this is a very male, yeah, yeah, male yeah, question. Do you think that you hit your full maturity as a man? Oh, I don't what think age? I'm, I'm 37 now. I don't think I'm there you yet. You have got no, there yet? No. <laughs> like I look back and I'm catching up with a lot <laughs> of friends. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm catching up with a lot of friends. Well, when I was 18, I knew yeah, everything. Sure. Yeah. I knew everything. Like, we all did. Didn't we? Yeah, and yeah. then I got to 21 and I was like, yeah, I still know everything. This is oh, amazing. This is great. And then I get to 30 and go, I knew nothing at 21 or yeah, 18. Yeah. And then so I only can imagine now 
I don't think I knew anything at 30. Yeah. And I'm a father of two, nearly three children. Yeah. I still knew nothing. Yeah. And here I'm at 37 thinking, oh, I know quite a bit, but yeah. I'm going to look at this in two years and go, I know nothing. So it's hard uh, to say. It's yeah. Hard to say. So I, I, my line is, as I reckon, I think the average in yeah. my my sort of experience is about 35-ish. Is okay. when, when, when boys yeah, stop, yeah. right? Yes. You stop yep. being a boy. You start accepting your male side, like what yeah. you're supposed to do as a man. And, and who you are. And well. what you're supposed to be and kind of what you've arrived at yes it's about the line uh, it was about 35 i i realized right around 35 that i had way too many biases and beliefs that just did not even exist in the yeah, world yeah. i had been running on basically a bunch of just bullshit so for a week, and it wasn't even week, like yeah, oh, i was just crazy you know like <laughs> when i was a child and i saw black and white uh like yeah, movies yeah. or whatever yeah. you know um i assumed the world was black and white yeah, right. And I had a repeating dream where you'd walk through a door and it would go from black and white to color. Like this was so emphasized yeah, in my wow. life, right? And like and I just ran with that. Yep. That's what I asked no questions yeah. of anybody. I assumed that that one point the world went from black and white to color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, as an analogy of life, like I think we do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, you like people do it with song lyrics or whatever. But yep. like, like as a thing, we create these sort of ideas in our head. Yep. They're objectionable at best, and you run with them, yep. and no one's going to get in your way. It doesn't actually interfere. No. But you roll out, and yeah. then all of a sudden, a decade's gone by, and you're like, oh, shit, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that's been your whole way of thinking it. for 10 years. Yeah. Yep. And it had affected, maybe on the edges of stuff. Yeah, of course. Maybe not defined you as no, a person. No, no, no. But a lot of these things create levels of definition or, or traction in directions, right? Yeah. So then I was like, oh, boy. And then about 35, I was like, maybe I don't know anything. Like, yeah, maybe yeah. I don't actually... I've never put the effort in to really digging into things like yes. concepts or ideas yes. about how things really work. Yeah. Things that others look at you and like you, you be in a conversation with somebody and they'll be like, oh yeah, and they've got this great understanding of something. Yep. And you're like, oh, whoa. Like I've never even thought about anything yeah. to that level. And how cool is that though? Well, yeah, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah. But you're just like, oh. And then, you know, it, a younger version of yourself might be like, oh yeah, yeah, I've got it, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'll take that and I'll run with it, whatever yes. I've just gotten. But then it gets to the point, and this is kind of what I'm saying. There's a point at which I think everyone's lives, but I think I believe women get there a lot faster yeah. than men do. Is is that you know you kind of start to go, I don't need to know the answer. Yeah, it's acceptance. okay. It's acceptance. I yeah. actually just need to get this information in me. Yeah, and I gotta get it in me because actually I should know it. Yes, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. where it's like there's a portion of my life where it's like it, it was it just matter. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I've got this. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a funny funny deal. Um, so that you know, I guess kind of back to the emotional intelligence thing. Um, how do you so one of the things with emotional intelligence is being really aware of others right yes. in the sense that their emotions and how their emotions play mm -hmm. you know do you have techniques are there things that you've developed over time to kind of know you you know using self-awareness with emotional intelligence to kind of go ah how yeah. do I get through stickiness here yeah. how do I dig past this I think I've just I don't, I don't know to be honest I don't know where it's come from but I think I've always been able to um, put sort of, I guess, myself in someone else's shoes. Yeah. Um, I've been able to see things from someone else's perspective. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of the problems I've had through life is that a lot of people that can't do that, mm. you're like, I wouldn't have done that to someone. Why did that person do that to me? Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, where everyone's different. Mm. Everyone's, no one's the same. Everyone's mm. been taught differently. You know, there's a million different reasons why people have turned out the way they have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess for me, um, I, I like to take a step back Um but in doing that and taking a step back and kind of relaxing, like I never like to write, say, a text message in the heat of the moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. quite often I'll write a message to someone that I'm not happy with. Yeah. Um, 
and I'll just put that in the drafts. Mm. And mm. I'll sit there or I'll write it in the notes in my phone mm. and then I'll let things cool. Yeah. I'll come back and read and go, oh, I'm going to actually, that's not going to achieve anything. Or yeah. it might be perfect. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah. So I think slowing things down mm. uh, and giving you time to think. A lot of people react so quickly with yes. certain things. It's such a big issue mm. and then they end up regretting it later. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or it just ends up snowballing into something bigger mm. than it originally was. Mm. Uh, so that's, I guess, one tool I've used. Mm. I, yeah, I, I like being that having that ability to just go, hang on, I'm going to take myself out of it and imagine yeah. it was two other people, uh, regardless of whether it's a positive mm. or a negative thing. Um, well, I think that's massive. Yeah, I that's think a, a lot of people yeah. love raising their voices and getting angry, sure. um, which sometimes works, mm. which sometimes backfires. So yeah. more often than not, it backfires. So I'd rather sort mm. of take a step back and go, okay, well, let's look yeah. at this in real time yeah. and then approach it then. Yeah. yeah I mean, my li- in my life, I used to, there's a version of me that was so angry. Yeah. yeah like yeah, crazy. Yeah. Just you know? I mean, but not a person. Yeah. It was a, it was like a bipolar. Oh, wow. It was yep. just like a switch would flip mm-hmm. and I would just go just Snap. nasty. Yeah. yeah. And my, it was, had to, it always had to do with impatience. I, okay. If I look back on it, it always had to do with a control thing as mm-hmm. well. Not being in control of a situation or not going in a way I wanted to expectations. Yep. Um, but I would, snap like just crazy and how have you changed that well i had to admit it right i had to get it out i had to say that i'm this way yeah well because i can't then you can't hide from it yes right so now i've told like i've told many people but i've told you yeah you know you'll see me in the box i'll start to get a little heated but i i turn that off so quickly as fast as i'm mad i'm I'm like yeah whatever i I gotta get out of it and if you is that because you practice it's like a muscle that you've now grown that you can do that rather well it's embarrassing i was embarrassed by it it was was very i always felt horrible after those sorts of situations it's not who i am but it felt like an uncontrollable thing that i couldn't deal with so over time it just turned into a I know when it's happening. I still feel it from time to time. You get a little anxious and I'm like, oh God, you know, and I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know what? Like it, and it's, it's a mantra that I'll say to, to many people is like, it doesn't matter what's going to happen because what's going to happen is it going to happen. Yeah. It's always going to just be exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. You know, like I can get in front of this, I can get angry or whatever, but seriously, I'm only either going to make it worse or it's just going to turn out the exact same way. Yeah, 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 exactly. But it's it, that, that's an amazing <laughs> thing to, to be able to have something, like you said, that's almost like an impulsion. Yeah. When this happens, I then react to this way. Yeah. And not even, have, not even thinking about it. Oh. And then being able to it's like sneezing for instance yeah like you were sneezing so you were getting angry yeah but then all of a sudden no no i'll stop sneezing yeah you know yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a hard thing is that it like takes a, time yeah. yeah it takes time but i think this is you know again the theory is and the reason i'm saying is because in myself i know that because i admit to these things i can't hide from them yes yeah i'm accountable point. yep right and so that, that that's the basis of this whole thing right yeah. it's like you know i could have kept running with that yep but i most likely would have been a miserable human being <laughs> Right, so like I would have become change. a person, a yeah. version of me that was just always awesome. angry. Yeah. And I, you know, like I just think it's important that you know we have it in all of us mm-hmm. to be different. Yeah, like, yeah. Making a decision to change is not as hard as anyone thinks. Admitting you're wrong mm-hmm. about what you're doing, or actually letting the monster in your head go. Actually, you know what? You are a lunatic. <laughs> you're a bit crazy, <laughs> and you need this. to let that shit go. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Yep. You know, um, admitting things is hard. Yeah, right? yeah. But you, um, you also find that a lot of people will love to admit stuff, but they won't actually accept that they've admitted. Like, sorry, yeah. sorry, so they'll say, oh, yeah, they'll, um, it's hard to think of an example, but they'll, they'll say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm wrong. Yeah. Just, just to say that. Yeah. But then deep down, they know they're not wrong. Well, and they're kind of like, well, I'm just saying, it. you know what I mean? And they don't, but they, yeah, 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 and they won't actually. Yeah 
it's like apologizing. Like once you've apologized to someone, you actually mean, it's not just the fact of saying sorry. It's like, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. You know, yeah. but if you're saying I'm wrong and you keep doing the same thing again and again, and again, you yeah. haven't really thought about it and thought, actually I was in the wrong 27 yeah. times. Well, acceptance, right? <laughs> yeah. You yeah. haven't accepted what it is. Yeah. Right. So I often say things like, um, you know, my son dropped his laptop, broke his screen, yep. some insurance thing, a couple hundred bucks, whatever. Brutal. And yeah. I said to him, like, he goes, Oh, it just fell out of my bag. And, and he was like, you know, so that dismission, di- dismissing mm. the, the responsibility. And so for me, I'm like, yeah, it is an accident. Yeah. But I said, but it was still you. You could have chosen to be more mindful of that situation. Just you knew it was there. Yeah. You knew these things were happening. Yeah. Yes, it fell. Yes, it was an accident. And, you know, and he did to his, his own merit say, yes, no, it is yeah. my fault. Like, that you know, you have to own it, right? Yeah. We yeah. all own our shit. Yeah. Like, we have to. Yep. Yeah. If you're walking around... Just avoiding it, pretending you're just a saint. Yeah. I guarantee it, you are not. No. And also, everybody else is probably pretending to do a level of this. Yeah. So we're all messing up all the time, right? So it's an interesting one. Um, What about self awareness? Are you aware of your impact? Do you have that idea of like, you know, who you are, how that plays? As a father, definitely. Definitely, big time. Big time. Um, Yeah, definitely as a father, Mm. I know. That I've created three human beings that I yeah. love them, but that's only that's tiny percentage of the job. Like yeah. you're kind of this mind stuff that we're talking about. Like yeah. you're saying with your son, like it's about teaching them those lessons so they can then use that in their life to get the best out of their life and to be yeah. happy throughout their life. Um, so yeah, I do know I do know the impact of that. Mm. When it comes to work, I think. I love my job so much. Mm. Like I really look forward to going in and seeing the people there. Like yeah. I, I never wake up in the morning and get to work at 5.30 or whatever and think, or oh. Or six for the 5.45. Yeah, 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 sometimes. Yeah, it'll once, once. Yeah, once. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, why'd you bring that up on yeah, the now, now everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that we, um, that at work, I think it's because I generally love it and I mm. generally love getting the most out of people yeah. that I think are doing me the favor. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like when I went away on holidays, I had a three week, biggest break I've ever had. Mm. Okay. Um, even my honeymoon, I think was six or seven days where right. I took 21 days off this year. Yeah. Went to the States first time there as well. Um, I generally was missing work, but not for the fact that earned income and whatnot. Yeah. I missed the people at work. Like, yeah. Like, like, like yeah. When, when I was leaving, it was like leaving home. It was like yeah. leaving going, Oh, I wonder how this is going to go. This is going to go. And mm. so much so that, the programming that I did, I waited till all these benchmark workouts were done till I came back. Yeah. If that makes sense. So in the program, it would have worked out. It could have, sorry, it could have worked out that all those workouts were going to be done mm. while I was away, mm. but I wanted to see everyone went. Yeah. So I postponed it for three, two, two three weeks. Yeah. And then when I got back, I could see everyone achieve their goals. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I really missed people's personalities, talking mm. to people, mm. the dynamic of people, people growing and people learning um, and people doing their best. Mm. Yeah. I don't really feel like I'm impacting them, they're mm. more impacting me. Um, and I think being a coach, I've learned definitely a lot more than I've taught. That's yeah. the way I feel about yeah. it. Um, so in a way, you know, inside you, that reciprocation, you know, that idea that you're doing that yeah. is, is something you need, you know, internally makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, so, and I feel so almost do the work outside yeah. of yourself to, to help others. Yes. To get that back. Yeah. And I, mm. I it's a, I guess it's a, a guilt thing that because I get so much out of it, I kind yeah. of feel guilty that I have this job. Oh, that right. makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, like, does, yeah. like, like I, I hate, don't know, like, you know me quite well, but I hate dealing with money with people that come in. Sure. Because right. I like, it's yeah. like, a, it feels to me, it feels like it's family. Yeah. And I know that there's people there that were students yeah. and they got a student rate. And because it's a family, I know that when that circumstance, hey, Scotty, I'm now yeah. a student, I'm happy to pay full price. Yeah. I'd rather that happen 
than me be pestering him saying, oh, yeah. oh when do you finish yeah. your uni course? You finish yeah, next week so I can don't. change your pay? Like that, that's just not my, me as a person. And, yeah. when, and because of my job, I look at it and go, you – because you've done well in that workout, mm. that's my, or you're happy with the way your body looks, or happy with the way you're eating, that's mm. what actually drives me. If that yeah. makes sense. So I feel that it's that I'm yeah, just in a lucky position yeah. to be able to that that I I they I keep yeah you know it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's different. Have different. you ever had a moment where and and this could just be in life, not mm-hmm. specific to anything, where you know that when you went into a situation, um, in retrospect or in hindsight, the way you approached it, um, just from a you know, maybe it was a, an emotions thing or maybe it was a, you know, a, a, an angle or perspective that you re- had the realization that that actually had a very, like, a opposing impact or yeah. an impact that you did not want. Yeah, intent. yeah, yeah. I've, I've definitely been in those situations. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, through work, through relationships, yeah. through, yeah, family, like, everything. Yeah, so, I think so. So, it's, so that awareness side, so you, did you do change? Did you change or did you look at it or? or? Yeah, I looked at, well, yeah, 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 definitely. I looked at mm. how that could, like, I, I was like you. Like, yeah. I was quite a, um, I think a guy's going through uh, that sort of adolescence, mm. end of school, starting yeah. a job. For me, I found it very, very different from playing rugby mm. um, and being around the rugby guys where I could get rid of all my aggression. Sure. I had to be angry on the footy field. Yeah. Um, I had to tell a lot of people on the footy field what to do. Yeah. And then when I came off the field, it was hard to switch that off. Yeah. So, you know, I've broken a windscreen of my car with my oh, fist. Wow. Right. Um, right. I broke endless amount of radios just because yeah. I was angry and punching stuff. Yeah. And that, that, that was the old me. Yeah. And I got to say, oh, that's not who I want to be. Yeah. It's, it's similar Interesting. Yeah. And it, it takes, I was never violent, never punch anyone else. Yeah. Um, but I just, yeah, I was an angry, not an angry person. I think I still have the same personality, but I'd have this side to me where yeah. out of frustration, I'd, I'd snap. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, th- I guess look at those situations. Like, mm. what was I doing? Yeah. And I, a lot of it, I feel like that 35 analogy you gave that yeah. I, I think over time you mature yeah. and you realize there's more than one way to skin a cat. Like, yeah. I need to address these situations yeah. a different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've made mistakes and I like, I guess, being a man enough to turn around later on and going, sorry the way I mm. approached that 100%. yesterday. Yeah. Um, that's mm. my fault. Let's work on. Yeah, yeah, so one of my big ones is just showing my kids, right? So mm-hmm. like like showing them it's okay. Yes. So I'm a big advocate for failure. Yeah. Like I like the idea that I can fail and learn, mm-hmm. right? Um, not in like this weird like make money entrepreneurial startup crap that you yep. hear is the analogy now. I think in life we need to be more failure oriented, right? Yep. Willing to have a go and fail at it, willing to be wrong, or willing to look at something and say, hey, you know what? I didn't do that right. Yes. You know, um, and then being uh, own it, account for it yep. and whatever that helps build your sort of emotional, intelligent vocabulary, your self-awareness Definitely. vocabulary. I notice it myself, um, again, always with the frustrated stuff. It's when I'm frustrated, I have a little, a little teeter totter. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I noticed early on with my kids, if I would go into a situation heavy, yep. you know, and it would just, it would just They'd switch off. Mess, don't they? No, well, it just took it into a whole nother level. It went from, I could have dealt with this, in the right way. Yes. And even it took me a number of times where I had done it both ways and I knew the answer, but my selfishness, almost a narcissistic yeah. bullshit thing. Yep. I'm like, I don't want to be up. I'm going in. Yep. Why are you awake? Yep. And it just blew it to level 11. Yeah. We were oh. at four. Oh. oh yeah. And I've just popped the top and boom. Yep. So then, you know, there was a, there was a critical path where I just went, I am never going to go in hot again yeah, yeah, and but, in anything with these guys but it's the same thing too it's that balancing game with a parent when you're creating humans is yeah. that we've all been yelled at sure we don't like it no and it's just part of life sometimes your boss will yell at you sometimes you cut someone off at a train you said yeah. you, you do need to learn those skills but it's not going to fix anything no like if i cut someone off my way here 
and the mm. guy sticks his finger up and starts yelling at me, yeah. it was a mistake. Yeah. I'm going to try my best not to do it again. Sure. But you yelling at me is not going to make it change. No, no. Like, to be honest, I found it funny. Like, you're, you're running around that high and you're going to, yeah. you know, you're, it's a, it, yeah. you're going to, yeah. So you've got to, with, with parenting, you don't, you don't want to be yelled at. Yeah. So why yell at And it, and it beca- there's like this index of done, right? Like, you've, you've, it's already done. You know what I mean? Like, you've, yep. you've, it's ruined. Can't change it. Yeah, it's, yep. it's been ruined. That this? is it. It's over. Now yep. i got to figure out what's next. Yeah. Normally what's next is in a situation where it's on you, you're going to have to deal with it, right? Yeah. Yep. If it's on that person who's going to continue to cycle mm-hmm. and, and the downward cycle of just hate or whatever, yeah. I mean, that's tough, right? Yep, how, do you, how do you bounce out of yeah. that? But yeah, um, I, I, one of the ones that I've been really going on recently is around my energy level yep. and how my energy levels and going into a situation will play out. Mm-hmm. So like I can still be a good, happy, positive person, you know, whatever, but I might not be as, you know, from an energy level, putting as much into that outward yes. part of it, right? Yep. I'm there, I'm present, I'm going to do exactly the same output or whatever, but my energy level low, and then realizing that that actually drags people down mm. and they're it's like, contagious. oh, Joe's, yeah. Joe's not doing his He's thing. Flat. Is he okay? Yeah, or is yeah, he flat? Yeah. And then oftentimes you get the, are you okay? Yep. Is something wrong? And you're like, no, I'm fine. And they're like, oh, you're just not yourself today. And I'm like, yeah, that's true. I guess I'm not myself. But then I'm like, how much, how big is that? Yeah, you know? yeah. So then kind of like going, all right, well, I now know that I have to temper my engagement in order to get outcome as much as just being you know, being there. Yeah. And that, and that also can be tiring too. Oh, it's like, like, and the thing is like using that, that example that you said, it's still you. Yeah. What little bit have they seen of you normally? Yeah. That makes sense. Exactly. So you might leave that meeting or I might leave coaching or you might leave coaching. And then quite often after coaching, I'll feel like I just need five minutes. Yeah. So I'll jump on on my phone for five minutes. I'll just, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I just need five minutes to sit down and go, okay, cool. Now yeah. I've restored the batteries. Now, now I'm good to go again. And it's yeah. one of those things where you're, you're, you're going, 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 going. Mm. And then just because you need five minutes on your own, if someone yeah. walks in on that five minutes, they think, oh, this guy's got no energy. Yeah. It's like, I've got no energy because I've just taken a class full of 15 yeah. people. Yeah. And I needed to be energy in the room and, and yeah. just give me five minutes and I'll be back. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's that. It's, it's almost like a, you're still the same person, but yeah. it's where you are on that roller coaster. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, it's definitely an interesting one. Yeah. It's, you're giving yourself you know, and you know, like my self-awareness says, I know I need to do this. Mm-hmm. I know I've got to push a high energy, high, you know, I call it the Joe show. Yeah. I got to bring with the Joe yeah. show. Yeah. And if the Joe show isn't there, yep. you know, people are like, oh gosh, you know, like, and, they, they, may, and they may not even do yeah. things. Yeah. They yeah. may not even work hard. Yep. 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 And I'm like, whoa, that's just so weird that they're, you know, they need that too. Yeah. And it's not selfish. I don't think that that's part of it. It's just part of the entirety of yeah. what I do. But yeah. like, then there's times where I just don't have it. And I'm like, oh boy, what's going on today? And I don't, I realize that it, it wasn't that they weren't as engaged. It was that I wasn't my my engagement at that sort of energy level mm. was lower. But it's also their their expectations too. Yeah, like yeah, like sure. they they love that a bit mm-hmm. about you. Like like mm. you said before, when the first time you rang me, yeah, you're like, oh wow, he's yeah. really Boom. really happy. Let's he, do it. And yeah. imagine if you rocked up and I was like, oh hey Joe, yeah. So this is the gym. Yeah, um, yeah. fill this in. Let's go. You'd yeah. be like, whoa, is that the yeah, same guy I spoke to exactly. on the phone? Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like that. It's where you are yeah. on that roller coaster. Although yeah. you still have that same personality, it's yeah. just yeah, it's just different. Like when when you f- first wake up, yeah, you're not the person you are in the middle of the day. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. There's like a ten minute window where it's, I'm like, okay, I'm up, and then all of a sudden I'm giving the wife shit, yeah. and I'm right on it. I'm right right in yeah. there, right in That's the it. spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it is that thing. And so. I, I've, I've I have noticed. I'm like, wow, you really takes you a little bit to get moving in the morning, and then I'm like, nope, I'm on it. No, I'm on. Let's go. Here we go. Another coffee. Yep, that's it. So, oh boy. No, that's interesting. An interesting one. Um, 
What about, oh, let's go a little bit of mindset stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think, um, it's, I think it's a, an interesting one in our space, the, the CrossFit space. Yep. You hear it a lot more often because it's about athletics and stuff. Yes, yes. Um, and people trying to have that real you know, set of rules and they're mm-hmm. running by blah, 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 blah. Um, but it'd be interesting to get your take on mindset and you know, what, you know, if you have some mindset stuff that you do or not or whatever. And yeah, are we, are we talking um, like during a workout or I'm just or uh, well, like, I guess from the, the, the or, concept yeah. of mindset, mm-hmm. it could be, in, you know, it would fit inside the world of CrossFit, obviously, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. workouts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I think what oftentimes people, maybe we'll do it from the reverse then. The reverse of this would be, I don't necessarily believe people understand mindset and how to apply mindset to long-term strategy goal yep. achieving, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So therefore, even if you understanding that you have to have bad days and good days, failure and not, yep. how do I have a set of rules in my head that are backed with some of these, you know, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, yes. good self-talk, you know, such as mindset that I can then hold myself accountable to. Yeah. Um, and this could just be stuff that changes a lot. Yep. But fundamentally, I have a drive. I, I'm trying to use something. Yeah. Right? So that's another thing. And probably the one, th- no, I can't say one thing because I'm sure I'm going to learn more. But so far, it's one of the biggest things that I've enjoyed about CrossFit. Mm. Um, taking a step back, when I was playing footy, I was mm. always the smallest. Yeah, okay? right. I was punching it around about sort of... 68 to 70 kilos something like yeah, that yeah. where the next guy on my team was 92 right, right? so I was a lot smaller than everyone else mm. um, and that to me was my downfall okay sure. like I obviously couldn't tackle as well because I'm half mm. the guy's sizes mm. but that to me I built up in my head that that was my limitation right okay right. there was no way of changing that sure okay that's just the way it was mm. and then I used that through other things like mm. I going through school I was hopeless speller hopeless reader where that was just the way it is I can't right. change it. I'm hope I'm too small to play footy um, at the level. I'm I can't read properly. I can't write properly, and, and that was it. They're the cards wow. I'm de- like they're the cards I'm dealt with. Let's do it. So right? I, sorry, how old? Let me get it. That oh, from age. from the ages of probably twelve to maybe right. twenty. Okay, yeah. yes. that, that's what it was. Like I was good at certain things. Don't get that's me wrong. Massive. Like yeah, I wasn't yeah. negative, that's but there was, but yeah. there was also stuff I was really bad at. Sure. And yeah. I as CrossFit was the one of the things and the biggest thing definitely that was able to go. Hang on, yeah, you suck at that. Okay, yep, but you also are really good at this. Sure. Now, let's keep that really good. And mm. just because you suck at this doesn't mean that's who you're going to be for the rest of your life and you're going to suck about it for the rest of your life. CrossFit really taught me to do the things that I was bad at yeah. and make them better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Focus on your so, weaknesses. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so I remember the overhead squat. Okay. Yeah. The overhead squat for me, it took me seven months before I could do a 20 kilo bar. Oh, right. Okay. Wow. Right. I've got a hundred kilo overhead squat now. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. And it's like, it's, if that was the 15 or the 18 year old Scotty, sure. I was just bad overhead squats. Wow. So I wouldn't do it. Yeah. I'd do yeah, it the yeah, stuff yeah. I'm good at. Like yeah. I'd, I'd maybe do the running or the deadlifts or whatever, but yeah. it was something, oh, I don't like overhead squats where I just made an, a point and said, no, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And every day I'd go in, I'd practice with a down, I'd practice and practice and practice yeah. until I could do it with my feet flat on the ground, bar sure. overhead. Um, the strength wasn't a limitation, obviously. It was mm. just the way my body was and my, my, I had such poor right. mobility. Uh, where now I look at that in life and I make an effort to become a better reader now. Sure. Because it's just like an overhead squat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean I need to suck at it forever. Yeah. You know, and then, and just because I'm, let's say, good at running, mm. doesn't mean I have to be the best. Yeah. But I'd rather be good at, okay at running and okay at the overhead squat, you know, yes. rather than good and bad. And it, yeah. and that CrossFit really taught me that. Yeah. And I look at that and I try and say that to my kids as well that just because you've got this gift of being good at something, mm. You're at a young age where that gift's going to go. Yeah. You have to keep working on it. So then it, all of a sudden it's, yeah, you might have had a little bit of a head start, mm. but you're going to have to work on that to keep that going better. Like I'm yeah. more proud of how you- People put, will catch you. Yeah. And yeah. I'm more proud about the effort you put into something. Yeah. 
and saying you did a really good job there yeah. or you tried your hardest there yeah. is very different to saying, oh, you're the best runner in the school. Sure. You know what I mean? If yeah. You're the best runner in the school. Why do you need to work? Yeah. And then you go to another school or another athletics meet and you all of a sudden you realize you're not the best there. Yeah. And, but on the best, on the best, on the best, but you're not. Yeah. You know, but if yeah. you work hard, you might finish last in a race and then turn around and they go, you worked the hardest there. Those guys beat yeah. you, but on that race day, you worked the hardest. Yeah. That's going to get them further. Yeah. And that's how I think about myself. And you, you know what it's mm. like training four mm. or five times a week mm. in CrossFit. You'll come in thinking you're going, going to go really well and suck. Oh, yeah. And it's hard. And some days you'll go in and all of a sudden you'll smash the workout. Yeah. And that's just that's just the yeah. roller coaster. That's that just is. part of yeah, life. That's the waveform. Yeah. yeah. And so that's the biggest thing I can take away is that no one's good at everything. So you've yeah. uh, and so there's a kind of the two sides of the coin with mindset, right? One is a fixed mindset, mm-hmm. yeah. Which it sounds like you've done a transition from some yeah. heavy fixed mindset Big stuff time. that actually was defining yep. who you yep. were, no shadow into a growth yep. mindset, growth. Yep. Which is really cool because, you know, I mean, I, mean, I don't think I th- I don't think fixed mindset's negative as such. Yes, I think we all have to have that. You yep. wouldn't know what growth is if you didn't look at it that way. So it's kind of like you got to have something like that. But it's an interesting one, which I think affects a lot of younger people in going, oh, I'm not good enough. Yeah. And that to me is completely crazy nowadays. Yeah. So if we go into it, and this is the thing I didn't do with Haley, which was, you know, the devices Mm -hmm. in the world we live in. Yep. Hyper social. Yes. Hyper unrealistic, crazy Mm -hmm. stuff. Yep. So I'm just going to ask a a separate question. In your house... Because I feel like I can know the answer because you're not a tech guy. But anyway. (laughs) Um, I might surprise you. Yeah, you might surprise me. Um, uh, the way at which technology plays out in your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, what is that? Is it is it something that you're battling against or are you... As far as me or the children? Everybody. Just the yeah, entirety yeah. of the house. The kids, like I love music on. So, sure, on, so sure. I've always got some device yeah. with, with music playing. Yeah. Uh, the kids love my... One of my sons just watches YouTube videos... Sure. On running, yeah, like yeah, he loves yeah, running, yeah. so he watches past races and Olympics and stuff. And he's always, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, that's all, interesting. Yeah, content. all yeah. and ha- how to run and how he's to not race watching races. Mr. Beast. No, no. Oh, right, right. Where my <laughs> other son, he loves um, playing games, Fortnite, plays sure. with his mates online. Um, and then my daughter, she she'll she'll do anything. So she, if the right. TV's on, she may watch it. She may muck around and watch yeah, it, yeah. Peppa Pig or something or yeah, whatever sure. on on the on the iPad. Um, yeah, so it's a battle with the children and mm. kind of giving them the time that they need and also being out, but yeah. but not, it's not a, yeah. yeah. So so one of those things I think about, you know, is, is because we live in a world that's incredibly fake. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, even you have to question now the news, you have to question everything, right? Yeah. I mean, they can literally create anything based on your search history. Yes, yeah. And I know this is tinfoil hat kind of conversation stuff, but yeah. we do live in this world, right? Where mm-hmm. I question what these things are now being used for. The, the initial idea of a connected world has gone yes. to a whole new place, yep. which yep. is, you know, capitalism and, mm-hmm. and making money off of this stuff. Yep. So so then having to look at, you know, mindset. Yes. And how would you go from fixed to growth, knowing that, say, the Kardashians are the the trajectory I'm going for here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. well, how do I then go? I'm not good enough. You yeah. immediately go down a fixed path. Yeah. You immediately you go down a negative thing because you're, you're just setting people up. I'm yeah. not going to be good enough. And I think what, what I think that comes down to like you said that we can access anything yeah okay so if i okay so my grandfather okay he passed away two years ago he was mm. 96 years old well yeah, right. if i spoke to him at 30 sure and said i'm going to put something in your pocket right right that you can access anything in the world sure any encyclopedia you can yeah. learn how to fly a plane yeah you can learn how to do gardening you can learn how to drive yeah you can read articles and listen to people talk you can listen to a podcast yeah um but what you're going to use it for is 
people looking at cats in a sink. Sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're, that's a video you're going to choose to watch. Like they, they, they were in a world where they didn't have the information yeah. that we have now and it's so easy to go. So yeah. I feel like people, because they've got such a big, broad scope and you can see anywhere in the world from your phone, that little thing in your pocket, it's an unrealistic sort of, I guess, personality that's building up in your head of, yeah. of what yeah. is right. Yeah. Um, I look at it with a uh, sort of like a, a body composition point of view. Like a mm. lot of people have come to a gym where that yeah. does change through CrossFit, but generally a lot of people come to the gym to lose weight. Sure. Yeah. Um, over time that changes. So if you look at anyone in the gym, mm. it, they are by far the fittest person in their street. Oh, would right? have to be. Right? Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. And you can even stretch that, that they're probably the fittest in a couple of streets or a block sure. where they're still not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And where, where does that come from? Where if you mm. went back 50 years, you only know the people that were in your block. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then so now all of a sudden you're comparing yourself with the Kardashians and go, oh, I want to look like her, but you wouldn't even know that person existed. Oh, yeah. So at one stage you were the fittest and the strongest person in your house. Mm. Then you became the fittest, strongest in your street and you're yeah. content. And then you're in your block. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're comparing yourself to people that aren't even, that are probably taking performance enhancing drugs. Oh, or, whatever. Or, or that yeah. are putting, you're doing your hour a day. They're doing 12 hours a day. But also just through a singular lens, yep. a or photo that they crafted for you to exactly. see yeah. something that doesn't necessarily even exist and it's so unrealistic yeah. and it's so hard on people just to look at it and go that's what i want well yeah. you don't because it's fake to start with it doesn't, it doesn't even exist well and also the idea that it, that could exist in is is that they're as miserable about who they are as you are I couldn't agree more yeah, but they just show you the picture that makes them look really good exactly and how many and pictures have they taken to get that one like, picture okay great you know exactly. like and then you're like combating that you know yep so i yeah it's one of those things where I think we have to kind of have a big moment of stop, right? Mm. You know, my mate sent me a, a video of Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, the comedian. Yep. And he was talking about mobile phones and, you know, like, you know, coming, like I'm 42 this year, yep. you know, and, and literally he said, we're from the dark ages. Like yeah, you yeah. didn't know who was calling you on yes. the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was a time you just had to answer it blindly. I wouldn't have a clue. You wouldn't know. Yep. You just had to pick it up and say and, hello. And here we are going private number. I don't want to know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and not even yep. doing phone calls, just yep. texting, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you now can control all the realities. You can create perception. Mm -hmm. You can hide not only from your own self in your mind, you can let everyone else think something completely different as exactly well. Right. Yep. So I, I, it begs the question that if you're not actually honest with yourself, then what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Yep. You know, and then how do I then get honesty? Right. And I think we're starting to transition into a world where these questions are happening. People are kind of going, Oh, there's a lot of fake stuff going out there. Yes. But if Trump has done one thing, yep. he hashtagged fake news and yep. now everybody questions everything. Exactly. Normally he's at the spearhead of all this fake news, yep. but like, it's the reality we live in, right? Yes. Like yep. I no longer have trust for a lot of things. Yes. But I generally trust a small group of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. And yep. then how do I then, you know, create context in that around, well, are these people good, you know, good people or not? Yeah. And generally you have to be aware of them. Yeah. 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 To yeah. Get to know them. You yes. have to understand them. And it's not through Facebook. No. It's it. not through Instagram. It's not through these things. Those things are okay. Yeah. Gives you an idea. But like take for example, if you looked at Haley. Mm-hmm. Uh, through the lens of her Facebook or her Instagram only, yes, and that and through and then through the box, right? Yep. Video, versus if you didn't look at that as such and only listen to the podcast, yes, that of that interview, you would see two very oh, different people. That's yeah. it, yeah, right, without a doubt. And and all of a sudden, it's like, okay, hold on, my now worldview comes from filtered information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so therefore, you know, am I able to create a set of rules in my mind around being good at things? Yes. Am I able to judge myself correctly yep. through a real spectrum of my street good point. Yep. versus my block through my neighborhood, yeah. right? You know, you used to go to the park and run against kids to figure out how fast you were. Yep. That's not the case anymore. No, as no, no. such, you might go to school and do it. Yeah. But I mean, the point is, is that 
you may not go now because you've watched something on the internet yep. that showed that this is the minimum speed or yep. the kid that did the world record attempt. Yes. Yep. And you're like, well, I'm never going to run that fast. Yep. So I'm not going to yep. do it. Or, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. or another parent goes, oh, my son did that in this time. Yeah. Or my daughter did it. You know, it's a, yeah. It's an interesting or, yeah, one. It's yeah. tough. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a big change, I think. Mm. And I think, I think the next generation, it'll be, even more so, I think. Yeah. Like, if you go, I don't know. We'll see. Well, yeah. I mean, I, and my other counter argument. I'm a massive tech guy, mm-hmm. so I mean, like, I my kids and my house. Yes, yeah, you, you have three I, screens in my I, room. I, I mean, like, and I've got four screens next to the next <laughs> room. I am not, you know, I'm a tech advocate, yep. and I believe in it, but I believe in the power of it, not the, um, for lack of a better term, the entertainment of it. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know, I love Netflix, yes. but I realize I watch a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Is that good? I'm not sure yet. The jury's what are you watching. All sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so, like, what? Why? Why yeah. would I sit there and spend four hours watching Netflix mm-hmm. in the evening? I could be doing so much else with my life. Yeah. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Right. But sometimes you have to ask a question of, this is too convenient. Yeah. And and now yeah, I live okay. in this world of hyper convenience. Mm-hmm. Right. You know where I can um, constantly do this, and there's no control over this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We. Yeah, you're right. Like. Yes, it's convenient, but yes, it's it's not too right. Yeah. If we were fifteen, say twenty years ago, mm-hmm. and you said. Um, Scotty, like say when we organized this, mm. you said, can you come over a little bit after 11? Yeah. And I was like, yep, no dramas. That probably would have been the end of it. Yeah. You would have held me to my word where we were out socializing on Friday. Like, mm. oh, you, you're coming over 11. Yeah. I see I'll be there 11. Yeah. Then I send you a message this morning, yeah. which then you reply to. Yeah. Where all of a sudden a, a 30 second conversation a week ago yeah. could have saved three other conversations. Sure. You know what I mean? So we're yeah, convenient, yeah. but we're also making work for ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I you know, agree. you know, I like agree. it's yeah. all, all of a sudden, you're, let's meet your mate at a station, I'll see you there in half an hour. Mm. So you'll be there at 11.29. Yep, yeah, I'll yeah. leave it. Okay, cool. I'm leaving my house now. Yeah, what time are you leave? Okay, which train are yeah. you on? Yeah. Which, you know what I mean? Is yeah. that convenient? Well, yeah. Can you get even grosser because you're like, all right, share your location so I can see when you get here. Exactly right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. yeah, yes, it is. But mm. like you said, it's so, oh, look, I love Netflix too. I like, come home. I just love the fact that in my head, I've realized that. Watching two shows on Netflix is better than watching one on free to air because there's no ads. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? I so you got that convenience there too. I've so. been living in an ad-free world for a long yeah, time, and even that, you know, like it's a novelty to see ads now because mm. I'm like, whoa, oh, yeah, what is this? Yeah. And people like raise it like pop culture almost, but you're just like, I don't need to be sold things. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's like that. There's a moment in my life where I'm like, no, I can choose what I want. And then we go to that argument, like you said just then, that they know what we're looking at on our oh, phones. Yeah. Yeah. So because someone's going to put a thing on TV about buying a new car where you're yeah. interested, yeah. but because of your search on your phone, yeah. they're going to give you stuff that you're interested in. Oh, yeah. So instead oh, of watching an ad you don't want to watch on TV when you're halfway through Neighbours, now you're going to be able to look at something that you do want to buy. Yeah. And that's, is that a yeah. good thing? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know <laughs> if it's a good thing, right? Yeah. Because... Yeah. It be, then I ask then I ask a question and then you're just tapping into all these things that I'm talking about in the show. Yeah, you're tapping into someone's inner monologue mm-hmm. to try to get them when they when they've been using technology f- to satisfy inner monologue. Yep. You're gonna then potentially play against their emotional intelligence because you might change the context of what that ad is in order to play up against them yep. based on contextual search. Yep. Right, and then show that actually no, this is just puppies in a field around a Ford. Pickup yeah, yeah, truck, yeah, yeah, yeah. not you know an aggressive mountain ride because you aren't searching That's for that. You yeah. love this, right? Yeah. And then it's going to go. Oh, but we also know that you like to post about these things, yep. Right, and you know, and that you always talk to people in this way. And then they're going to use that, and then yeah. they're going to go like, oh, and actually, you know, 
we're going to get, um, you know, say, I don't know, some woman to sell it to you who's like a yoga instructor because you're into yoga. It's like all of a sudden everything is exactly what you need yeah. to be taken advantage of instead of having an actual human choice yeah. you're played into and you're positioned in order to do something, right? But then let's take it further. Is that, can they then change the way that you think? Well, that's the point. They can't and they've <laughs> yeah. proven it. Yeah. And that's the point that it is, yep. is that they, they are changing the yeah. way we think. And that and that's what's scary. Yeah, that's yeah. the scariest yeah. part is that they can use all the stuff you do against you to get an outcome and it's proven because they've done it. Yeah, and that's the yeah. scary thing. Cambridge Analytica, the oh, guys yeah. that went yep. down, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. that's exactly what they, it was, whatever, like it's probably, I'm probably speaking mm. totally out of school here, but the point was is that they were literally proving that they could change behavior. Yeah. And so this entire world we live in is is being behavior modified in order for capital capitalism yep. um, for gain or whatever, but even now for voting. Right. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, but the point is, is that, you know, I think even recently here in Australia, they, that they're saying that the espionage, the, the, the um, was it the espionage through the internet is our greatest threat, right? Okay. That the, yeah. the interference is our greatest threat yeah, because it's so easy to maraud and do this. And so going back to what we're talking about, which is this mindset stuff and thinking about this stuff, I mean, it's a it's a very weird world in a way without being aware of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. So almost you need to be aware that this stuff exists and not take it for granted. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I I go in and out of the city four days a week. Yep. And from Monday where I'm at home to Tuesday, it's like my it's almost like death. Like I I can't handle it. Yeah. You know I have to stop myself. I have to take take a step back from it. I have to yep. take a step back from myself because I'm just like. Why yeah. do we live in a world where you have to have signs up to let people know that they should put their phone down so they don't get hit by a bus? Yeah. That's like how dumb are at we? At what point <laughs> did we get that stupid? Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, and yeah. then you're like, no, this is the acceptable bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's obviously happened enough times for the sign to go. There. Oh, you yeah. Know what I mean? like that's, that's a burden that's to a, our system, yeah. right? And you're like, okay, so now these people are allowed to do this. Yeah. It's okay for you now to queue up. In you know multiple rows of TV watchers, yep. just doing whatever the hell they're doing. Like why yeah. it's okay now, because we will now make sure all these things yep. are in the way to stop you in case you can't stop yourself. Yeah, and then yeah, I'm yeah. sitting there going, "Wow, who are these idiots?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm behind them going, "Oh my god, I'm losing it!" Like yeah. what? What? And they're trying to get past, and they're moving sideways. People walk like they're drunk when they're yeah, on these yeah. things. It's like a drunk driving thing. Road, it's, and then you're just crazy. like, "Oh boy!" And then I realize that. They don't even know I exist. No. Oh no, no. But that that they don't need to. Yeah. As well, like we don't need to necessarily know that others care as such. Yes. It's a choice to be self aware, mm. and it's it's a choice to engage emotional intelligence. Yep. So like if I see someone coming in my direction, I move out of the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. If I am in the way or I know I'm going to step out, I'll look over my shoulder. Yes. Yeah. Right. Like I don't want to just run and cut people off. No. You exactly. Know? But that's exactly. a choice. Yeah. Yeah. So then I realized that like we actually live in a world now where it's completely acceptable to be insanely narcissistic in our existence. Oh, and you're just like, okay, well, now that's the role. Yeah. But and you, I'm you, up against it and and there's nothing I can do about it almost. Well, using that example, I don't reckon we're too far off having footpaths with directionals like a road. Oh yeah. So that people can be walking in that lane going this way yeah. and then they're texting so they're not going to run into a head on clash and clash with someone walking the other yeah, way. Like so it's only a matter of time. That goes yep. to the survey, right? So yep. the survey was like, um, you know, it, I asked the question and I'm trying to dig into that, that side of it. Like, you know, do you walk and text? Yes. 
Oh, oh he's no, no, no. Awesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, there's a reason I asked it because I want to know if people are aware of that. Yeah. Do you are you aware of the impact of who you are when you're deciding that your device and your communication through that device is the most important thing to you in that moment? At that time, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, do you go out to dinner with friends, family, or coworkers mm -hmm. and live on your phone, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, are you just constantly saying, "Sorry, I just have to do something." Yeah, you know, yeah, or yeah. do you have your screen up so you always know and you're always aware? Like yeah. I wear an Apple Watch. Okay. I get notifications. Yep. Sometimes I want that yep. because I know I need to be. I'm, mm. I'm multitasking, and I know it's rude, but it's. I feel like the people I'm with will accept that. Yeah, because they know, and I might because say, "Hey, look, I got some other stuff on." I might do yep. some stuff, but I'm still focused, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm still giving my 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 time there to that situation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that's definitely a personality thing. Yeah, like I couldn't have that watch. Yeah. If I saw that there was a message that I hadn't replied to, oh right, I'd be doing my head in. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah. Wow. So I'd be on that guy with only emails. That right. the, my, my inbox is always clean. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So the text, if someone sends me a text, I send them a text back. All oh, right. So I'm okay to put the phone away yeah. for an hour. I'll yeah. forget about it completely. I could do sure. do whatever I want to do and then I come back and do it. But yeah. if I have the phone with me, I look and I see that little flashing light that I've got a message there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm that I, I literally, I, it's like an OCD oh, thing. Yeah. Every, so, so to have a watch and to feel that watch vibrate yeah. and know that there's a message or a phone call or an email. Uh, right. Yeah. I'd find that really hard not to reply so, it straight well, away. I pick and choose what shows me here. Okay. Yeah. So I pick yep. and choose that stuff, but I live in a do not disturb, like a constant, you know, mode of like only certain times a day do things get through on my phone even. Yeah. yeah. So like I filter heavy because okay, I don't want, I want to be in control of what's coming through yeah, to me. Cool. Right. Cause yeah. I, I'm trying to be more, available a mental in a mental way yep. to the things I'm engaged in. Yes. And I'm up and down. Like things will happen. Yep. But I know when I'm hyper distracted mm. and I know what that looks like. And I know that it's kind of rude. Right. Yeah. And so I don't want to be that person. So I'm like, no, I'm controlling what comes through. I'm also controlling who gets through and what will get to me yeah, even cool. if, right? Okay. So yeah. 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 So I'm 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 different too. Like I yeah. I I, yeah, I I definitely understand where you're coming from. But for me it's just a like I'll quite often turn my phone off. Sure. Okay. So if I'm going, say we went out, like I'm surprised I haven't turned my phone off now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But I've thrown it under my jumper. Yeah. yeah, yeah sitting yeah. there, I can't see it. If sure. I saw that flashing light, I'll be looking over my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, that's time. interesting. Where that's interesting. um so sometimes I'll go to like a, a family mm. event or mm. I know that I'll be on the phone if mm. if, if it's accessible. Yeah. Does that make sense? So yeah, yeah. so quite if I was if you and I were to go out to dinner, mm. I'd turn my phone off, sit there, you and I can have a chat. Yeah. It's not going to bother me at all. I won't sure. even think about my phone. Yeah, yeah. But if I've got the phone sitting on the table, mm. I, I'd be more inclined to grab it. Yeah. Almost like a, out of a habit thing and then, yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, I, I got think, a phone call, but I just like silenced that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, so I don't like, I'm going to the snow this afternoon. Yeah. Um, I'll leave my phone off in my backpack mm. when I'm on the snow. Yeah. And then I'll turn it at lunchtime, yeah. do what I need to do. Yeah. But I think work hours is a bit different. You know, yeah. like when I'm working, I feel like I need to, Reply to people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. And and works, work. Yeah, works yeah. work. I mean, I guess that's the upside of like tech, right? You can mm. be very connected to and very, very real time. Oh, with so people. responsive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. responsive, which I think people need. I mean, that's the, the, like, I'm a massive advocate for the benefits of technology and what it's done to make services better, oh. to improve the way at which we yeah. can get information, to improve. It's not all it's doom incredible. and gloom. Yeah. But I think that, I think as a society, we're crippling ourselves. We're, we're lowering the bar too low. You know, I sound like an old crazy man. Get yeah. off my lawn. But like the point is, is like, I don't want my children to be like that. Yeah. You know, and I hold them highly accountable. I hold others accountable. Yeah. You know, I want a world that's different. And I think that 
whilst this stuff exists, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We just need to be aware of what this is. Yeah, it's, and it's the blind reality. Like you can just eat it. Yeah. You know, you could eat McDonald's every day. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. Yeah. But eventually you're just going to get really fat. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. I feel like that's the same way that technology is. Yeah. You can just use it all the time. Yeah. Blindly use it. Just keep going. But eventually... It's going to catch up to you. It's going to catch to you. It's going to catch up to you. You're going to be miserable. You're going to have very jaded views of the world. You're going to become this person who doesn't quite understand why they think the way that they think. Yeah, and and use that word jaded. You're also going to only... You're going to have a, a jaded view, but it's going to be the views that you've been fed. Yeah. If that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Like, like yeah. That's, that, you're going to be grouped up yeah, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not Silo it get, out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, you're going to find that group and you're going to live there. Sit with it. Yeah. Um, all right, let's spin a little bit more positive and, and probably the last little bit here. Mm. So uh, mindfulness. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you practice any mind, mindfulness stuff or, or, or not? No, no, no. Yeah. I've, look, I've touched on it, but I don't yeah. practice it as much. Like yeah. I said, being empathetic, uh, just in my personality, I can yeah. kind of step away from things yeah. and sort of see things, uh, from someone else's perspective. Sure. Um, yeah, not like it is one of those things where mm-hmm. like that 15 minute analogy in the morning mm-hmm. or 15 minutes to work yeah. on your craft. Uh, yeah, it is something yeah. that I, I think it's important. Um, yeah. But yeah. And well, I, I, I don't practice that's it. kind of, um, that's not quite the mindfulness I guess I'm going after here mm-hmm. is your that's that's this that's sort of emotional intelligence self-awareness and, mm-hmm. and impact stuff but mindfulness is I guess in a way when you put your phone away yeah that that hour that break free you're actually able to be more in something in else moment. right yeah. and so like when I think about how I'm mindful it's like today when I'm riding on the train I am aiming to take in all of the scenery Yes. I want to look at all of the buildings. I want to know that there's a landscape. I want to see what's happening outside of me. I yep. want to take this in and I want to process this information in a way whereby I am giving myself an, uh, a sort of outcome of awareness, right? Mm. Like that I know that this is something new and fresh, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm looking for something I may never have seen before. I want to see, you know, colors. I want to know that something exists in yeah. a different light yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than just accepting this stuff passing me by, right? Yeah. Or... Um, you know, my mindfulness activities may go, when I drive today, I don't want to be angry yep. about the other drivers, yep. right? Like, I don't want that to play on me. Yeah, I want to be aware of them. I want them, I want to accept the fact that they don't know who I am and that they're not doing it to be mean to me yeah, yeah, or drive me crazy. Personally. Yeah. And I'm also going to go somewhere totally new today. Yep. I'm going to drive a different direction. Oh yeah, cool. Yep. Because I want to, I want to kind of be more aware of things. I yeah. want to understand that in my little bubble, it's not a safe zone. Yeah. Right? I don't need to live in a comfort area. Yep. I want to break free of this sort of confines of routine and yep. pattern. Yeah. You know, I still have a pattern. I still have a routine. Yeah. But I want to be mindful that other things exist, that yep. there's a whole world out there. Yeah. See, that, I think that's a great attitude. And in, in, in that, yes, I do practice that. Yeah, yeah. Uh Quite often, when I say quite often, every day, yeah. I'll have a portion where I'll be switched off. Yeah. Whether that may, may be sitting on the lounge outside at home, yeah. just sitting there, um, eyes closed, 15, 20 minutes, yeah. just listening yeah. to music. Uh, yeah. Sorry, just listening to the, what's going on around me. Yeah. No music on. Uh, listen to like the wind blowing the leaves, yeah. the birds, um, yeah. the dog wandering around, that, that mm. kind of stuff. Uh, similar to you, I guess, I love routine. Like I'm just a very routine person. Yeah. Uh, the way that I fold my clothes, the way yeah, yeah. everything's got to me yeah. like a, a thing, a place. Um, but I do also love living outside my comfort mm. zone. Mm. Uh, I love learning new things. Yeah. I love doing that. So having that time to, I guess, do nothing. I, I don't, I'm not a person that can meditate. Sure. I feel like if I practiced it a lot, 
I'd be able to do it, but my mind's just too fiery. Yeah. I wouldn't be able yeah. to just switch off and think about nothing. Yeah. I know that's the idea with meditation and I can obviously practice and get stronger and better at that. Yeah. Um, not a priority for me because I love the fact that I can just unwind by sit there and yeah. slow down a bit. Yeah. So yeah, it's meditative. You know, it is. It is. Start, yep. Yeah. Just to take in sound. Yeah. That, yeah. That's huge. It's nice. And uh, smells and, you know, like yeah. where, where, where I sit out the back, the, the, the lavender's in flower and I can yeah. lie there and I can smell it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just nice. That's nice. Yeah. A bit of a detox to the, yeah. uh, to the life. Exactly. Right? Getting exactly. out the back. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, let me just double check that there's nothing else I want to talk about. Oh, here's one. This is a one. And I want, this is the one more for, um, kind of for dudes as well. Mm. Cause I think that it's important that I, I think we live in a world where men can be more accountable for this sort of stuff. Do you cry? Uh, you know, have I cried or do I cry? Uh, yes. <laughs> do you have you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but not over probably what you think. All right. Um, okay. I, cry um generally when i'm really proud of someone's effort sure if yeah that makes sense. that's huge so if i walked down and tripped over your front stairs i'm not gonna yeah. cry because i hurt myself yeah yeah, if yeah. That makes I, get sense. I get it yeah. um if i had a big loss whether it be a death yeah i can probably hold it together not to cry right. i think crying is very important yeah um once yeah. once you do cry i feel mm. like it's just like you, you your eyes are clear. There's a yeah. weight lift off your shoulders. Sure. It's a very nice release. Yeah. Um, I don't cry very often. Yeah. Uh, but it'd be more if one of my kids won an award yeah. for being the best. That doesn't really do much for me. Yeah. If they won an award for third place or for first place and I've worked really, really, really yeah. hard for that, yeah. I'd choke up. Yeah, I'd they find hit the goal. Yeah, I'd yeah. find it really hard to sort of swallow. Back, yeah. My eyes would fill with tears yeah. and I have no problem yeah. showing people that I would oh, cry in that cool. moment. Oh, that's good. Yeah, because that's the um, second part. Is yeah, it, can yeah. you show that emotion? Yeah, even people? in a situation like that, definitely. Mm. I've even been watching the, the Olympics mm. sometimes. Yeah. And you've heard someone's backstory and they're standing on the podium biting their gold medal and I've burst yeah. into tears, you know? So, yeah. yeah, but there's a, I think for me anyway, um, it's not so much a masculine thing. My dad, I've never seen my dad cry. I've seen his eyes fill up with tears. Sure, um, the well but, up. Yeah, 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 but I've never actually seen him physically cry. Yeah, um, I've been in situations where other men have cried around me. Yeah, um, and I guess I don't really want to. I'm not comfortable with being that person. Sure, crying with other guys around me, crying in front of women's a very different story. Interesting. They, eh? I think they can kind of they understand a bit more where it's coming yeah. from, but I don't cry over the things I guess other people would cry over. Yeah. But it's not a discussion I've really had with people too. I'm yeah. not afraid to say, yeah, I cry. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's got to be a situation. So, so the reason cry. it's in there is kind of twofold. One is, is that um, I've noticed as I've gotten older that I have the, the well-ups, yeah, the, the, cry, the, 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 the emotion side of it, yeah, right? Cool. Now, the, the, I did hear that that's because as we get older, our brains, male's brains swell and okay. they push against the skull and it makes you more like, it, so it, no, it, it makes us more emotional or something. Is that effect? Okay. As, as we call them, ah. our brains pressing against the skull. Yeah. So that pressure creates something like more emotional. Yeah. I like it was in, from like a comedic perspective that this happened, but it was an interview style thing. So yes. I, there's a part of me that wants to look into this, mm -hmm. but for me, I also like the idea that, <laughs> that I can live in a world where my brain's just pressing against my skull. And yeah. that's why I do this. <laughs> just Great it's level of denial drug. Yeah. I love my denial in that story. one. Um, but then I also noticed that um, I was, you know, you, if it does happen, even though I'm, you know, with family or wherever, yep. that I will be embarrassed by it. Yeah, yeah. Which is a weird thing because it's absolutely okay to have emotions, Could right? And yeah. when you said you're okay to do that in front of women, yep. I find that also kind of distressing, not in a negative way, but distressing because like I, why is it okay that yeah. women, oh, you I, can do it in front of women? Like I, anyone I could do it. And yeah. I also like, I, you know, but then also it's like that it, it'll be that, oh, are you crying? Oh, you'll, you'll hear that. Yeah. And for me, I've heard that, you know, cause people are like, oh, are you crying? And yeah. I'm like, 
oh yeah, just, you know, just a little bit, but yeah. but I cry it's, it's shitloads of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But no, it's crazy yeah. amounts of stuff now that I cry. But, TV shows, like yeah, all the ads. time. And I'm like, oh my God, what has happened to me? <laughs> I don't know what's oh, happened. Yes. But yeah. now I'm kind of like, it's all right. You yeah. know, like it's okay. But I think also like I've had girls cry before. Sure. And I think I know how to comfort. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. if a yeah. girl was to cry, you'd obviously, my instinct would be to go off and give them a hug. Sure. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but I'd, hug a guy i could hug you right yeah, now 100%, but if yeah. you're crying and i hug you i feel like you're vulnerable and i'm going to make you feel more uncomfortable if i hug you yeah does that make sense yeah, yeah so yeah, i yeah. think when when the roles are reversed and i'm the one crying have you had an experience like that not that i know not that i can I, remember i've had this yeah yeah and it's kind of like it's you yeah it's, it's it's like when that that thing when if i'm having a talk a chat with you and yeah. you accidentally spit on me yeah yeah sure sure why yeah. do i have to sit there and just kept it yeah. you spat on my yeah, face that's right, that's but right. you feel awkward yeah. because the other guy spat on you yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, then yeah. you suddenly sort of pick up your yeah, shirt or something yeah. and rub it off yeah yeah it's one of those kind of things yeah like, it is yeah it is. I don't, it's I don't a funny really dance it. it's yeah. a funny dance i'm not really i'm not ashamed to say that i cry yeah it's, uh, and i don't yeah. even know if it's about that i just think mm. it's more around that i'm trying to expose this concept that that is self-modifying yep right so in a way you're not allowing who you are out yes so and i it, it may be and i and i know that some women have a hard time with this too it's mm. but it's it's a self-modification that's an internal dialogue. that's self-talk yep you're literally saying to yourself well i know me i'll say from my perspective that i'm not allowed to show this yeah yeah and oh. and that is distressing in the sense that why am i doing that yep and that's societal what, right they what? link it to society like with men and 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 the mannerisms i think society is asking now for men to be very different yeah but if men can't look at why we are doing what we're doing and, and expose who we really are, yep. then how will we ever really truly be a different part of the society? Yeah, hundred percent. And but I could guarantee you that if you got a three-year-old girl and a three-year-old boy, they'd yeah. cry, 100%. and there's no problem. Yeah. And the girls would be able to continue to cry for longer. Yeah. And they'd get to the age of fifteen; it's still acceptable. They yeah, get yeah. to the age of fifty, and it's acceptable. Yeah. But somewhere along the line, something happens yeah. where all of a sudden for a male, it's not yeah. okay to cry. Yeah. Does that like, yeah. It begs the question, and I guess this would be, it, it's an interesting thing, uh, why we as men can't do things yeah. like this. Yeah. Why is it unacceptable for us to cry in front of each other or feel comfortable yeah. about that, right? But, Unless it's a really crazy moment, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But then the, the other thing is too then, why is it acceptable uh for uh, not acceptable for females to do stuff oh yeah you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. like if 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 it, it's it, is it a good thing that it's separate that, that that's what i'm trying to say it could be like like could is be. it yeah. is it do yeah. we need are we going to go down the path of it's okay for guys to cry and all of a sudden they're crying all the time yeah and yeah. then i guess that's not what i've no 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 yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, i'm just going from no, one extreme to the other but then you, we've yeah. got to the same personalities. Yeah. You know, yeah. you've got males and yeah. females both yeah. reacting the same way. Yeah. Is it a good thing to have them reacting differently? Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Like, we, you know, guys always say, oh, I'm the toughest. You know, guys are tougher than girls. Yeah. Bullshit. That's yeah. a lie. Like, yeah. have you seen someone give birth? Yeah. Like, as if males are stronger and tougher than women. You oh, know what I mean? 100%. Like, it's yeah. you, you're kidding yourself if you think that. And, and, but it's, men are good at stuff and women are good at stuff. Yeah. And yes, we may be sort of holding back that emotion of crying. Sure. Whether it's good to let it out, whether it's good to hold it, I, look, I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess, know. I guess. yeah, I'm not saying that men need to be crying all no, the oh, time. No, no, oh, no, no, I'm, not, I'm with yeah, you, I'm yeah, with yeah, you. No, no, yeah. I like what you're saying, actually. It really actually makes me think about it a little bit more constructively, which I like. And, and I guess my point is, is that it's the modification side. I want my sons to feel that they can express who they are yep not yes. hold back yes yes so i feel like a, a modeling behavior is a big mm -hmm. deal for me and yep. i feel like if i'm not modeling the right behavior then they're going to just take on what i'm doing and run with it yeah and that's a scary idea if we live in a society where you know 
where it's been Weinstein to hell and back, right? And now we live in this world where, you know, women are actually asking the question, what is wrong with men? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what are wrong with you guys? Yeah, like, you, yeah. guys are, you guys are horrible, yeah. right? And we've let it ride for so long, right? And whatever, but Decades. I think we have to think about change. Yep. You know, we have to think about what that looks like. And I'm, I guess I'm not saying, oh, guys got to cry, but I'm saying guys should feel okay to show emotion yeah. and all spectrums of emotion, not just anger or not mm. just I'm tough or persona. Definitely. Right? It's emotion. There's a pattern to it, is, right? Yeah. You know, there's a pattern to it. And man, I'll tell you, I will be a bucket of tears with my sons. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and like, I'm not going to be able to control it. It's yeah. getting worse. It's getting worse. And they're going to have to face the fact that their dad's going to probably be a bit of a crier. Because his brain's so big. Yeah, because yeah. it's swelled up against his skull. Yeah. yeah you know, exactly. And he can't control himself anymore. Exactly. But it also, oh. if, you, if you look at it, like, let's go last, say, 100 years. Yeah. Men came back from the First World War in sure. Australia. Nothing was said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, kept yeah. it to themselves, yeah. whether they were happy, content yeah. or not. They kept it to themselves. It wasn't yeah. something to tell the rest of the world. Yeah. Then we had the Second World War. A little bit, those people, you know, the 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 uh, the males started telling their their wives. Uh, they were a bit more vocal about it. Yeah. And then we went to the Vietnam War, and all of a sudden we get vision of it. Yeah. All of a sudden we find out what war is actually like. Yeah. And then they look back and go, Oh wow, look at all these past generations have never said anything about yeah. it. And then we move on to like the more recent wars, and that's where you know. Um, PSD comes in. You know, you start, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like mm. now, were they happier back in the early 20s and 40s and 50s after the sec first and second world war, not saying a word? Yeah. And they kind of stewed it. Mm. And did they, or they're happier talking about it? Or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like yeah. has that, it's a, it, it's a, it's a weird one. I don't, I don't have answers, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I, I see yeah. both sides of it and I don't know what's right. And I just, my dad has never once told me not to cry. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, as, as a little kid, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah but he's yeah. never said, oh, stop crying yeah, or yeah. whatever. But boys yeah. don't cry. Yeah. You're a man, don't cry. I've yeah, never, never heard, heard that, that come out of dad's yeah. word. But yeah. I've seen my mum cry. I've heard mum say it's okay yeah, to yeah. cry. I've seen yeah. my brother cry. Yeah. You know, friends, all that kind of stuff. But I don't know where that changed. Yeah. To feel not comfortable crying. You yeah, know? it's like, a weird thing to if, think if, about. If yeah. I, it's weird. If I was on stage getting an mm -hmm. award mm -hmm. and I cried. Yeah, whatever. Put it on Facebook. I yeah, don't whatever. care. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I think maybe it's a reason. I don't yeah. know. Look, I don't know. I don't no, no, know. no. I, I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. I think it's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. You know, I like to think about these weird things. Mm. You know, for me, it's like, you know, why is it the way that it is and why am yeah. I doing it? I often ask the question, am I autopilot or am I in control of this ship? Yeah, yeah. Right. And so, you know, this Joe machine that's walking around every day, you know, I got to make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I don't want it to be on cruise control. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. often ask the question, Something's you know, like, why am I like this? Yeah. Why am I doing this? And it might take a while to get where I got to go with it. Just thinking so much. But, well, it's swelling well, my brain. It's swelling my brain up. <laughs> Yeah. Cool, Scotty. Interesting. Um, well, I guess we'll probably just wrap it up there. Yeah, thanks, buddy. No, I appreciate it. It was yeah. really good. All right. Thank you. Cheers, buddy.